Hello, welcome to the FullMcLaughlin.com podcast. Uh, this is episode number one, the breadcast, featuring Zach Whip. What's up? Here he is. Um, we're here uh, in the Four Seasons studio uh, in beautiful Columbia, Maryland. Four Seasons studio. I'm going to be here in the winter, so I call it the Four Seasons studio. Uh, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about bread, uh, the history of bread, different types of bread, uses for bread. I mean, all kinds of things, really. We're going to get into it. Um, but before we do that, I just want to lay out the general idea for the FullMcLaughlin.com podcast. It's not going to be always about bread, uh, and it's not always going to be with Zach, actually. Uh, so the general idea is to have a few guests on every other episode uh, to talk about things that they know more about than the average person um, for one reason or I another. I did not say that about bread. Zach knows everything about bread. I know things about bread now. Zach knows everything about bread. Yeah. This, guy, this guy's a big bread guy. <laughs> he, uh, expert. Mm-hmm. Expert in the bread I field. think I've made three good loaves of bread in my life and they always come out just a little wrong. But I did watch He's a lot of videos last night and learned a lot of things I did not know. He's so. an expert in the bread field. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. hopefully after this episode, we'll all be experts in the bread field. But yeah. I don't know. Um, I hope I learned some things from you, Flynn. You seemed like a smart guy. <laughs> I, I did a decent amount of research. so I learned a little bit about bread last night. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's, I mean, that's really all I got to say about the, the podcast in general. Um, yeah, uh, so if you like it, then just let me know because it's just going to be hosted on com for uh, the first few episodes. I haven't really determined yet how long. And then eventually maybe Apple Podcasts and eventually maybe Spotify. Then I don't know. But who knows? I mean, if my, my future as a media outlet works out, then I will uh, maybe just not even have to bother with the others. So FlimmaGlopin.com might be the only host we need. You never know. It's the best website on the internet. Maybe. Maybe. It's on its way. Not yet. Yeah, we're getting People's there. People's website. We're coming back. Um, yeah. All right. So I guess let's just get into this, this bread stuff. Um, Great. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I took a, a bunch of notes. I went through like a timeline basically of bread. Yeah, um, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's Bread's a long history. It's a very long history. Would, um, you, would you come into the, uh, where's the beginning of bread in your opinion? So that's an interesting question. And there's actually um, some debate on the, the beginning, the first bread that we've made. Uh, so... I don't know. Really. I came to a consensus, but I... Did you? What's your, what is your opinion? Well, the, you know, we can never be sure of anything. Right. But, like, 30,000 years ago, they had little grinding stones. Mm-hmm. You never know what was in those little guys. Right. So you're talking about the grinding stones they found in Sweden, the ones yeah, in, in Australia. Germanic, Germanic countries. Yeah, yeah. Australia and uh, England, maybe? But I think it was, like, France. Uh, hold on, I have it here. Um... So Australia, Italy, Russia, and the Czech Republic. Yeah. They all oh, had so the Eastern. Yeah. yeah. Um, they they found grindstones with some uh, starch root. Uh, you like never know, guys. They might have thrown that in some fire. Well. <laughs> Whoops. Made a flatbread. It's not unreasonable uh, because here we go. Uh, the the beginning of this the bread timeline, the official historical beginning uh, documented, is uh, from fourteen. 
a 14,000-year-old uh, Natufian archaeological site in Jordan, uh, in the Black Desert. Uh, so some, I don't know if they were anthropologists or if there's some kind of science related to anthropology that was out there. Uh, they found 24 breadcrumbs uh, in a little fire pit. Uh, I'm going to post pictures of the fire pit on, on flimaglaucom.com, so don't worry. You can check it out for yourself. Uh, they found 24 breadcrumbs, um, like burnt little pieces of bread, that appeared to have been made uh, with a wild wheat and barley flour uh, that was mixed with pulverized dried plant roots. Um, and those were from nearby ponds, so it was things like cattails, uh, bulrushes, the, the roots of those, they dried them up crushed them and put them into bread um, with flour, mixed it with water, obviously cooked it on hot stones or in ash, and they made bread. Um, so Tasty, good taste in bread. Yes. Well, according to the, B- the BBC article I read, it said the bake would have looked a lot like a flatbread and mm-hmm. tasted mm-hmm. a bit like today's multi-grain varieties. Yummy, yummy. Yeah, so not bad. Nice and healthy, hearty, <laughs> tasty. Uh, 12 or 14,000 year old bread. So. Yeah. I mean, I want to thank those guys, I want to, and just anyone, Amen. anyone involved. If there was like a cow that knocked over some water and right. it fell into the grain, uh oh. Thank, thank you, the cow. I love that. I love bread. I'm so glad that we have anything like that. We, I mean, it started all the way back then. I mean, it probably started way before then. Like we said, I mean, thirty thousand years ago, there's some some evidence of uh, of bread making happening, but. Inconclusive. I read a fun thing that uh, yeast might be like the first cattle that we ever had. Like, just Mm -hmm. like, that's like the first thing we ever cultivated. There's yeast on everything now. Right. (laughs) Too much much yeast to me. It's just floats around in the air. Yeah, yeast is just everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's everywhere. But it's beautiful. And they're so small. And they are just good. I'm so glad we have them. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Earth. Uh, But so, yes, the interesting thing about the the Jordan bread that I want to note is that it happens before uh, the Neolithic Neolithic Revolution, um, which is when the agricultural revolution uh, occurs. Um, so it's a great time. Those the Egyptians. That's their peak. Well, that's when it makes sense for us to have bread. Yeah, um, I mean they're growing grain specifically right. for it. They have big stone slabs. Thanks. Well, for bread that's and for so beer good. and for all those things. And But this happened, so they were cultivating, well, they weren't cultivating, they were just harvesting wild yeast and yeah. wild bread uh, or wild wheat. Making and, a hot sourdough. Well, they, they, there is some evidence that they were making sourdough too, yeah. yeah. Just like because they left their, their gruel sitting out. The Egyptians um, loved writing everything down. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, before, let's see, before the Black Desert finding, uh, Turkey was the location of the earliest bread. Uh, that was from 7,000 BCE. Um, that's the Katalhoyuk people. I've never known how to pronounce that <laughs> properly, but they're one of those ancient civilizations. One of them. One of them people. Um, and they, let's see, 
Their bread was pretty similar to the bread from Jordan, but instead of using the tubers and the tuber roots, um, they used ground up beans. Mm. So like chickpeas, lentils, stuff like that. So that sounds amazing. Yeah, it actually sounds pretty good. A chickpea it sounds pretty bread. Tasty. Yeah. Um, I think you can probably get something similar to it today. I'm sure. I'd... I have a bunch of chickpea flour. We yeah. Can make some. Right. Um, let's <laughs> see. And that's all. Okay, we're good. So. Should I have made bread? <laughs> you know, I was thinking, like, would it be good on podcast to, like, make bread? Would can we, can we, it, do would we make, like, an ASMR, like, segment? Where I we'd... think it might. I think it might be good. Be well, cool. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do ASMR, Flynn. I think we could, we could make... Last night I sent Flynn a bunch of videos <laughs> of ASMR, and I was having a freak out because I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't have good enough headphones to really appreciate ASMR. <laughs> Um, I do, and I did not appreciate it. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've listened to them like in a lot of places, but never really like the proper proper ASMR setting. I don't have those mm. those big. You don't have like a big translucent tub full of uh, a starchy <sighs> liquid that you can float in. No, just really zone out. I wish I did, but I do not. <laughs> um, unfortunately. Well, yeah, I've listened to them like in my car before. It doesn't really work out. But. Mm. I think if we we recorded an ASMR in your kitchen, it would. There's some pretty good. There was a lot of bread ASMR. That right, was that's really, what I'm saying. <clears throat> it was a lot of eating crunchy breads. But what about making bread? Is I, so I that was what I was looking for. So I, I've avoided ASMR for a while. Right. But the bread thing, I was like, all right, it would be fun if we had a little background noise of bread baking quietly in the background, right. like an oven dinging. Like there's ding. no way that that doesn't exist it I'm doesn't sure. exist I couldn't find it anywhere the inside of an oven someone has to put a hot microphone in the inside of an oven while bread is baking what does and record bread sound it. like when it's it's probably know? just like yeah like little pop, like little pops that's I wonder if that's gonna put, show up on the mic we'll see oh, yeah, you never know <laughs> well yeah um well we'll keep it in mind we'll see I mean if, it, if this runs too short then we'll we'll uh oh wow actually I didn't realize we were already at 10 minutes that's not bad Big shout out, big shout out if you're still listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not doing that bad. No, All right, Flo, do you want to spice it up? What's your favorite bread recipe? Favorite bread recipe? Yeah. Just any, you know, you can be a pizza roll. Just tell me what you like um, about bread. My favorite bread. Well, favorite use of bread or just favorite bread? Because I like a good it's hoagie roll. I mean, like, um, but it has to be good. Like the old Wawa hoagie rolls, those Oof. are good. They changed like three or four years ago and they're not as good anymore, but. Um, Do you want to know what uh, Google said was the best bread? What? <laughs> Guy Fieri's, uh, Jimmy's favorite garlic bread. And I watched a video garlic on Food Network's Facebook page from like 2006. Jimmy's favorite garlic Guy Fieri on like a Martha Stewart kitchen set making this awful mess oh of mayonnaise God. and apart like so much parmesan cheese and then he like threw like sun-dried tomatoes at it and i was like oh, oh. oh. but it looks it looks good i think in the end it probably was tasty yeah <laughs> i think i knows what he's up to guy does know he's 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 crazy but he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing yeah he's i mean that man is <laughs> he's a jimmy's garlic bread. national treasure apparently yeah i mean i that's the number one bread in America? Is that what you're telling me? That's the favorite of Google, and I kind of agree. I mean, 
That's it, I really enjoyed the video. So you asked Google what their favorite bread was? I just kind of Googled, like, what's supposedly the best bread or whatever, oh, you know? Like, nice I was trying to find, like, a kind of historically, like, German bakery or something that had perfect water and, like, no. just the right kind of yeast from it's the cows Jimmy's outside. Jimmy's favorite garlic bread. Yeah, it's just Jimmy's favorite garlic bread. My favorite garlic bread, too. All right, there you go. Cool. Well, this is a, this is now an ad for Jimmy's favorite garlic bread. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Guy Fury, if you, if All you right, well, this. back to the history. <laughs> okay, uh... So, yeah, there isn't a whole lot of other evidence or, like, different kinds of evidence of bread making until you get to the Egyptian Old Kingdom. Um, so, by looking at Egyptian art and archaeological records, uh, we know a lot, actually, about their bread making process. Um, about the Egyptians. And also yeah. the desert really keeps that stuff dry and there. It does. There. It does. <laughs> <laughs> But the, so they their bread making involved taking a batter, uh, basically a, a gruel kind of thing, but more. Uh, I, I guess I should explain what gruel is. Yeah, it's a mealy yeah, paste of water is, and something. You, you kind of know, know. It doesn't really matter. What you kind of know what it is, yeah. But yeah, the white paste. <laughs> right. So you fill up these like cone, like these clay cone things, um, like a preheated mold is what it's called. So they're heated up in a fire, presumably. Mm. <clears throat> um, and then they would put the batter in this mold, and it would cook in there just by sitting in it. Um, and then they had another option, which was just ovens, um, which they, uh, which were also found in in Turkey at Katalhöyük. They they had ovens there too. So that's just they made flat loaves with those. Um, that's really cool. So they that was the old kingdom. So that's around like twenty five hundred BCE um, into like. Two thousand, like around there, BC ish. Um, according to the records, and according to one article from this person that I read, and I'll get into that later, um, who she is. Okay. Um, so she says that there are fourteen different varieties of bread in the Old Kingdom, and around forty in the New Kingdom. Uh, so, New Kingdom Egypt, they had more advanced bread-making techniques. Um, they accidentally spilled beer into their bread. Right, they did a lot of <laughs> stuff with that. Um, yeah, they messed around beer and bread. Um, for some reason, all the scholarship on... Well, not for some reason, because they're pretty intimately tied. Uh, brewing and bread-making are very... It's beautiful yeast. All of the things are together, because it's all yeast. Yeah, it's uh, all about yeast. Thank you, yeast, yeah. again. God bless yeast. And actually, I forgot to do research on... We'll talk about it later. What if we didn't have all the things that yeast gave us? The world uh-huh. would be a terrible place. We wouldn't have cider, mm-hmm. beer, bread. There's a lot Pizza. of things we need. We wouldn't have hot pockets. Bagels. When... <laughs> we wouldn't have any bagels. There wouldn't be cereal. Nothing. Wow. The worst. Terrible. Sorry. Um, okay, so yeah, I don't really have a whole ton of information about New Kingdom Egypt bread, because uh, I it's just kind of... It's just bread at that point. Like it, it kind of just becomes bread, and it gets developed more so later with the Romans, which we'll talk in a second. Um, but if you want to know more about the processes of bread making and uh, the the crazy things they did, then you can go on over to uh, ancientgrains.com Great and website. check out the work by uh, I don't know if she's an anthropologist or something, but her name is Delwyn Samuel, and she. Uh, she does a lot of research about bread and, and beer in ancient cultures, so go ahead and check that out if you want. 
Um, Great old website. I have not been there in a while. Ancient it, Greens? Yeah, I went there when I was in school. Ah, wow. Yeah, I, I went there I went there for, you know. Good inspiration. Cool. Yeah. Oh, did I even mention your credentials in uh, in baking, Zach? Did I don't have any. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he does. He went to, Zach went to school for baking. So. I did go to school for it. I. Uh, Do you have an associate's? or? It's not an associate's. You get a certificate and it's in baking. So I'm not really that. He has a certificate in baking. So expert. Um, as I said. <laughs> And pastries. And also his hotel management, which wasn't really a thing that I... True. That's fair. ...ever used. Yeah. Well, I tried to. Yeah. <laughs> you worked in a hotel, so... Yeah. All right. Um, so, do you have What any, is bread? You, what is bread? <laughs> um, bread, I mean, it's very... Depends on how you want to get into it, because... Yeah, I do want to get into it. That's one the, of the best parts about bread. The base definition of bread is really just, you know, flour, water, heat. Yeah. That's it. Isn't that cool? And then yeah. there's everything else you can put into it. Eggs, right. butter. And not even flour, meal. just meal. Oof. I mean, any kind of meal. You any can, kind of meal. Yeah. So. That good gruel. Yeah. It's going to get that weird paste going. And then you heat it up. <sighs> it can be batter. It can be dough. It can be anything. You just heat it up and it's it's all tasty. I'm so glad we got... Yeah, 12,000 years ago, we had big grain fields and we were just making bread all day. Why not? <sighs> yeah, I, I was watching this video of this guy making 2,000-year-old bread mm. that they found in uh, Pompeii. Oh, yeah. It's like someone put it in an oven. So, funny enough. A thousand years later, they took it out. I'm actually going to uh, link a picture terrible. on the website. <laughs> I'm linking a picture on the website of uh, bread from Pompeii. I don't Great. I can find it. On it's pretty computer. cool. Like So, it's like the way they made it, would they they would tie a twine around like a giant disc of bread, mm-hmm. and they would score it into like big slices, and then they would put like an imperial stamp on it. Yep. There it is. Yeah. That's, pretty cool. That's bread from Pompeii. And that's a great there's pick. actually recipes online of um so a lot of the roman guys uh, we'll talk i guess we're already talking about rome so we're good we're here um so a lot of the roman guys like pliny the elder um uh-huh. cato <laughs> real genius that one yeah a lot of guys uh they that guy knew everything about everything he had natural histories baby he knows everything <laughs> no, uh, plenty about plenty and they all wrote about bread in some <laughs> way um and a lot of them actually just include a recipe for bread so you can actually if you look up uh cato's bread uh <laughs> yeah, i'm sure can, it's it you can look you can see your it. cancer if you have i have newt and a dragon's I don't want tongue keto bread i want cato's bread <laughs> come on guys a keto bread google mess me up see cato's roman bread so if you go on to uh Past the garum. It looks great. It's some weird, like, Roman It looks kind of like a pumpkin. Thing. Yeah, it's like a big old loaf. I mean, yeah, it's, it looks good. It doesn't really rise very much, but it does a little bit. Mm. And it's kneaded. It's, I mean, it's, it looks like bread. So that's, sure that's what I want to get into. The Roman, <laughs> Romans are really where um, we, we recognize uh, bread yeah. as it is today. It's uh, basically a currency. <laughs> right. And before then, it was more of like a, a flatbread or a non kind of thing. It, so it wasn't like a, a loaf like we have today yeah. but the romans um they they really changed that um they, yeah they standardized it by making it like really quick and efficient to make a mm-hmm. ton of bread <laughs> right and they had a baker's guild that started around 168 bce um they were really the first culture to have designated bakers um in, at least in the western world that i know of um and um yeah, so, I mean, it really became 
a specialization, and with that specialization in production, or specialization in profession, uh, there was a specialization in production. Yeah, um, seeds are good now. <laughs> right, and you get special flowers, you get special types of bread, you get special everything. Um, the fact that I can get a pumpernickel, thank you. Right, I mean, so that's, I think, so there are different types of bread uh, were made out of different things, obviously, and were given to different people depending on their you know, status and uh, the availability of certain things. Um, so certain certain things, uh, like nutty coarse bread made with chestnuts, acorns, and barley, mm. uh, tended to be eaten by the poor. <laughs> while finer, <laughs> soft white bread uh, was mm. made that was made with eggs, honey, Oof. milk, and oh. spices. Oh yeah, those would have been eaten by the rich. Ah, sure thing. Right. Uh, Sounds like a, I'm so glad we live in 2019, where we have factories making just really, really nice bread now. Hey, we'll be getting to that too. Don't worry. Thanks. So, um, <laughs> Pliny the Elder, as we talked about a second ago, uh, he was aware of the idea of sourdough. He mm. talked about the Gauls and the Iberians creating bread uh, using a foam from the beer brewing and baked, or that baked a lighter bread than other peoples. So. They knew that if you add yeast or part of the brewing process to your bread, then it will make it lighter, uh, filled with holes, which is leavening. So. Yep. A great leavener. Yes. Um, Eggs are also leavening. They are. So that's really all I got for the ancient history of bread. Um, nice. I, I mean, after that, like I said, the Romans kind of make bread as it is today. They have all kinds of different recipes, all kinds of different breads for different occasions, different things, cakes, you know, you name it. They, the, the Romans were making it. Um, so after that, we get into like medieval bread and stuff, but I don't really have much more on ancient bread. Uh, there's a lot, obviously, more to it. I'm only scratching the surface. Um, yeah. There's, there's other cultures too that have their own kind. Infinitely of bread. many. I don't. I didn't even talk about tortillas here. Uh, which <laughs> yeah, is, one of the better breads. Right. Uh, Rice-based uh, breads are mm-hmm. also really common. Right. Uh, and gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to know that tortillas were like a currency in in some cultures that like you got a daily allowance of. Yeah, that's a common way of feeding slaves. Um, yeah. That was the the Romans did that as well. That was what the point of mm-hmm. having it sectioned and stamped as like a government currency. They would yep. feed people instead of paying them to buy things. You gotta I guess, love it. You know, you gotta love it's it. Scary, but um, and I will talk about tortillas a tiny bit, but not nice. not in depth. I mean, I'd love to. Not in depth at all. Okay. Um, well, we can get in depth if you really want to, but <laughs> I mean, I'm not against it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how long we get. Um, <laughs> See how this airplane sounds, too. Yeah, probably it, terrible. Probably. Well, I apologize if you're listening. Yeah, if you're still listening, God. Let's see. <laughs> eh, it doesn't... Yeah, it's got a nice little... It's not Anyways, It's so... just some ambient noise. We're fine. Uh, don't worry about it. We'll get that in post. I'll get that in post. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it all in post. It's fine. <laughs> um, Do you want to talk about the 1800s at all? Yeah, well, I want to talk chemistry. about medieval bread for a second. Ooh, just so a quick, quick sec. Um... So, let's see. During the medieval or Middle Ages, not medieval. I mean, medieval period, Middle Ages, both of them. Uh, like during the time of the Romans, bread had become a very uh, important staple food in Europe. Uh, people used to eat their meals on a piece of stale bread that was known as a trencher, which could then be consumed after eating or fed to the dogs that lived on the street. If you didn't want it, 
Yeah. Uh, it was the original Bread Bowl. It really was. So if you're at the Renaissance <laughs> Festival and you're eating out of a Bread Bowl, then... They always will. This is the exact idea. But eventually, these bread trenchers would be replaced by wooden trenchers that would ultimately become what we know of as plates or bowls or any kind of dish that you use. Hey, we've been making this out of bread for a while. Should we yeah. try like a wood or something that doesn't go away? I mean, the bread's not a bad idea, though. I think maybe we should go back. You know? I, yeah, I think we fucked Eco-friendly up. Definitely messed up there. Yeah. Better than paper plates. That's how I think. You're um, right. Mm. Let's see. Uh, so different regions in this time be- began to specialize in bread making of different types. Um, and there were artisan guilds forming in different locations Ooh. that were keeping their secrets close about how to get the finest, airiest, or densest, or whatever qualities you want in your bread. Um, so that's uh, that's how we got like French bread, Italian bread, like mm-hmm. all those different varieties. That's because they they kind of spread. The technology just got very uh, widespread. Yeah. Everybody's like, hey, uh, put some of this together. Make that paste, you know, that white paste that we're always eating that we mm-hmm. hate? Throw that in the fire. It's really right. good. It's so I think it happened a lot of places by accident, too. I don't Definitely. know if it came from one it's, place. I mean, that's the thing about it is it seems so simple. If you're already eating that gross stuff, like, why not It sounds like an accident. And they, I was actually, um, I read a study um, by, uh, what was his name? It was like Ray, uh, oh, it was Ray Liotta. Richard Arangham. Uh, Pretty cool Richard guy. Richard Arangham. Uh, <laughs> Richard Arangham. He did a study on uh, great apes, and oh, they uh, there you go. They well, so it was they were zoo apes, uh, and he was giving them access to fire mm. and raw food, and he found out that they would hoard the vegetables until mm. they were like gonna have a fire again, and they liked roasted vegetables really? a lot more. And they could do that on their own, but they didn't. They couldn't cook the meat on their own, but they did prefer the meat, like in the study. Hmm. Shout out to Harvard. Well, I mean, meat <laughs> and I mean, cooked cooked things do give you more nutrients. So it's it true. Makes sense for easier them to, to eat, it. easier to digest, tastes better. Yeah, a million reasons to cook things. Absolutely. Hey man, we're, maybe we're one step away from uh, from Planet of the Apes. You know? <laughs> I would love that. I. I Planet with see. the Apes, am I right? Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see apes. a chimpanzee riding a horse down the street. Yeah, that'd be all right. <laughs> as long as they don't hurt me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, why would they? I'm going to be nice to them. Yeah, allegedly. Howdy, neighbor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Need a place to stay? I don't want to get murdered. <laughs> we'll see. Um, they're very strong. That's all I'll say. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, let's get into uh, some more modern bread. Nice. Uh, so. Chemistry. Yeah, I haven't seen so You're probably more aware of this. This is probably your territory more than mine because I don't know much. Hey. I didn't really do a whole lot of research. Yeah, this, about like baking soda and baking powder. I did this stuff this morning. I did this research this morning. So this is all <laughs> hey, not very enough. in-depth. So you're going to really have to take the reins. Yeah. Um, okay, so with the widespread change in milling that came about after the creation of the grain roller, uh, fine white bread became easier and easier to make. So the invention uh, that so that that kind of just I mean yeah I, don't, I guess I made a little big old typo <laughs> I mixed up my words on this get that in post <laughs> well I don't even know if I'm gonna get that in post <laughs> we're gonna leave that in post um, so yeah let's go so the the roller basically it it separates the uh, the germ and the the shell and like all mm-hmm. the all the crap that is, that the wheat is made out that of fine wheat bread. Yeah, you can basically just get the very very fine fine 
just whatever I don't know what the part brand, is. I believe it's called the brand yeah. remember. Uh, but it separates everything better and you can get white very white bread um, and then eventually we get the slicer which allows you to slice it and package it and make it even easier uh, to eat and um, let's see yeah, I mean, yeah, that's by the modern era, most bread moved to large scale factories rather than uh, skilled artisans and bakeries. Well, do you want to know why they were able to do that? Why? Because of the rise of quick breads. Ah, here we go. So, here you so, go. <laughs> so, a soda by chi- sorry, sodium bicarbonate uh, and sour milk were mixed together into dough. And then the lactic acid in the milk reacts with the sodium bicarbonate and it produces CO2, which is like a way faster way of doing what yeast does like rising leavening right just making shitty white bread as fast as you want Mm -hmm. like you can make it in four minutes right like at 11 as fast as much as it will in four minutes how long does it take for just using yeast oh yeah i mean forever if you wanted to like uh, you can right 24 hours 12 hours depends on how sour you want it to be if you want to do sourdough i don't know um but uh so they made so many different like crazy chemicals just Mm -hmm. to make yeast unnecessary Wow. So chemical leavening. Yeah. Don't eat garbage bread, guys. So you're talking about like Wonder Bread? Wonder Bread is a... I don't want to you know, you know, call names. anyone out. If future Fair sponsors enough. be damned, I'll well, make hey, something quick, out of Wonder Bread. It tastes pretty good. Quick shout out to Wonder Bread. Um, but it does have no B vitamins and B vitamins are what help you break down carbs. So maybe don't eat white bread. It's bad for you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> white Bread was also one of the first companies to add vitamins and minerals to the bread in the United States. Because they take them all out in the making of right. white bread. And that's why it's called enriched white bread, which yeah, don't is kind that. of an oxymoron, really, um, which is kind of funny. Um, and we took it because, out and we put chemicals Because back they in. were taking it out, they are also one of the first companies to make whole wheat bread, too. Um, so there you go. That's Wonder Bread. Did you, so I don't know if you looked into the health benefits, quote unquote, of uh, nope. wheat bread. <laughs> nope. Um, I read a lot of the health stuff and it mm-hmm. was... <laughs> Not good. Not good. I mean, it says it's good. There's so many bad websites saying that it's so good for you. Like, this is the cure for Alzheimer's. This will stop your, like, memory problems today. And I'm uh, like, that's such a misleading... Yeah, I don't know about all that. I don't know. Don't sell wheat bread, guys. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. So hard. I, I would never. like wheat bread. I would never. <laughs> I like a nice sourdough. Just... Um, that's fair. Well, wheat bread is... Hey, do you got any more uh, modern bread stuff? Because I, I, I really kind of am out on my bread timeline's up. That's Your all. Bread timeline is up? Yes. What about I, the future of bread, Flynn? Well, the future of bread, that's that's for our listeners to decide. That's no, it's not. Oh, really? We don't have any say. Oh, if you really? keep buying the bread that we're buying, we're going to have a factory-made organic bread. Oh, true. Which is what Sam's Clubs and like Wegmans and shit are doing, which is, you know... So go to your local baker. Support, <sighs> support local bakeries. and well, uh, support it all. Uh, One's more sustainable. Than who am I supposed to support? Am I supporting doesn't matter. Okay. Just buy bread. Yeah, just buy bread, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your local wherever you buy bread. Someone yes. made it. It's made out of stuff. Make sure it's not made out of the bad stuff. Right. Read the label on your bread. Do your own research because I don't want to make medical claims on this podcast. Eat bread. That's all I can say. Eat bread. Yeah, unless you're legally, that's all I'm allowed. Not to into it. Don't eat that if you don't like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your favorite bread, Flynn? My favorite bread, I mean, I, I like French bread. Yeah? yeah? It's like a nice French loaf. I like the, the hard kind of, yeah, because like Italian bread is too soft, you know? Mm. And actually, I do have some, some 
some different types of bread we can talk about here too. Love to, yeah. on. Let's do some bread talk. And there's a, we can start it off by talking uh, about this article here uh, that I found. The differences between French and Italian bread. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take any notes on this one because I didn't feel like it, but I'm just going to go through the article a little bit and we'll talk about it. This I is on, um, it's on Re- the Reluctant Gourmet. <laughs> it's in. He's a work-at-home dad who enjoys nice. cooking, learning, and everything about the culinary world and sharing it with you. I love him. <clears throat> well, he shared it with me, and now I'm going to share it with you. <laughs> Thank and you, Flynn. so here we are. Uh, What's his name? Sorry. I want to give him a shout-out. Um, he has an Instagram. Uh-oh. No culinary school, no cooking classes. Why build a website? See, this guy is answering the big questions here. <laughs> and that's, I don't know. Over people ask I don't think he has a name. He has no name. R.G. Jones. No name. R.G. Jones. R.G. Jones. His name is R.G. Jones. It's uh, a complicated name to but say. But I think that might be a, a Shout pseudonym. Shout out to R.G. Jones. I think R.G. Jones might be a pseudonym because reluctant gourmet. Okay. R.G. Fair. I don't... So he's bragging about his uh, lack of knowledge. I guess like. so, but it seems like he knows a decent amount, man. He's learned. He's... <laughs> He has an Instagram, so go ahead and shout shout out shout out to R.G. Jones. <laughs> yeah, uh, go on Instagram, check him out. I'm not gonna look. Yeah, at but Instagram. he's I, maybe he's got the secret to the bread baking from the inside of the oven. So he seems to know a lot about French and Italian bread. So um, <laughs> here we go. Let's read a little sample here. Okay. Um, let's see, both Italy and France are countries that specialize in bread making. That's a fact. <laughs> Baguettes, focaccia, brioche, all these breads differ vastly in shape, size, and how they are served. Regardless of the differences, as Americans, we enjoy these breads on a daily basis. That's true. I'll speak for yourself, but that's too fancy for me. <laughs> I don't eat baguettes every day. Okay? Come on. I can't. I don't have the money to eat baguette every day. It's a dollar. Too much money. If you went to your local bakery every day on a $1 baguette, they'd be billionaires. That's true. That's not true. No, no, no. I don't want to make that claim. Uh, no claims on this podcast. We don't make any claims without citations. Also, yeah, I forgot to mention, all of the uh, all of the things I'm talking about, they're all, all cited. Uh, well, they will be cited on the website. I wow. haven't put them there yet. Along with those pictures, like I said, there's a couple good pictures. Do I need to get my my affairs in order, my resources checked? Um, yeah, no, you don't have to worry about it too much. I okay. don't know how many big claims you made beyond that. I don't think I made yeah, I many. Think, I think you're fine. Bread is made out of good stuff. I was the one doing research. And, yeah. Like writing. I did it. some research. No, I, don't, I didn't mean like My that. research was stupid. I meant, but. You know, I, mean, <laughs> I, had to, I wrote, yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, so French bread. <laughs> French bread uh, is a baguette. That's what this guy's telling us. Nice. So it's harder. Um, It's more dense, more dense, tight bubble structure. Uh, And it's more meant for... So he just stumble across this? Because he didn't didn't go to school. He didn't read any books. (laughs) He didn't take any classes. I don't know. He just stumbled upon the French way of making a baguette. Well, then, see, he's talking about how French bread is not just a baguette. Other types of French bread include Ficelli... Ficelle, I don't know, frick. Uh, the pain de champagne, which is a rounded loaf containing sourdough. Very interesting. Uh, so the French bread is not just a baguette. There's apparently two other types of bread in France. And <laughs> there's, I think there's more than two. Italians have focaccia. They have... Asiago. That's, that's a cheese. Real, it's it's a just cheese. a cheesy bread. <laughs> they have Italian um, seven cheese. That's an Italian style. They have ciabatta. <laughs> they have piadina. 
Mm-hmm. All these breads are more loose structure because they're meant to soak. I mean, up. what are we? Are we stopping patisseries? Patis- they were all <clears throat> over those patisseries. Mm. They made so many pastries. We got cannolis. But I'm not. I'm talking about bread here. This well, is a bread podcast. This, this is a pastry podcast. But it's all kind of the same. Thing. This is the bread. This is the bread cast. It's all kind of the same thing. This is the bread cast. Okay, fine. It's not the same thing. Fine. <laughs> the thing that I actually know about. I will note that I said the word cakes earlier, and I, I'm. Okay, hey. we can talk about pastries, fine. You can talk no, about No, pastry. no, it's fine. No, you go ahead and talk about your Italian pastries. Cinnamon rolls, baby. Come on, that's the best yeast product. I guess it is kind of bread. It is. It's got to eat. I mean, it's yeast. Shoot, I didn't do any research on cinnamon raisin bread that I meant to. <laughs> Your favorite bread? No, it's not my favorite bread. Is I it close? Know. It's pretty close. I don't know. Am I huge on it? Um, I like cinnamons and I like raisins and I like bread, but I don't... <laughs> I don't really like my raisins and my bread... Yeah. I guess I don't mind it. It's the texture kind of throws me off when you bite it. Raisins are always just kind of like that. Um, but okay, yeah, so basically cool. just to break down this this Italian-French thing here, uh, yeah. Italian bread, it's for soaking up sauces, oils, yeah. things like that. Yep. French bread is for, it's an appetizer. It's, you know, you eat it before the meal, so it's it's, it's more dense. Yes. Yeah. I prefer French bread. Hey, you know? Um, just can, for me you can dip french bread in oil I'm no one's har- gonna I'm say a, anything I, I do i'm a hearty boy so <laughs> I, I gotta do it i gotta have that that thick bread um yeah okay so let's see that's that's what i got on french and italian bread you, you want to talk about sourdough a little bit <laughs> uh well what do you want to talk about it what do you know about it i mean it's I, all i got here is uh it's the most basic leavened bread it's basically just flour water and sourdough starter of some kind yeah. um there is evidence of sourdough bread from 3700 BCE in Switzerland, though it is likely that a similar sourdough type bread existed thousands of years earlier in the Fertile Crescent. There are also True. mentions in Pliny's Natural Histories of groups holding onto the dough from previous bakes and allowing it to ferment in order to create a sourdough-like bread. I mean, um, allowing it to ferment is putting a fun spin on, we yeah. let it sit for a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> You know it's going to be good. It's going to make the, it's going to make the bread better next yeah. week. So you allow it to ferment. Yeah. I mean, and that's like kind of how we made beer too. Is just by like letting stuff sit longer and longer, and being like, I'm getting drunker and right. drunker, this and this bread is getting taller <laughs> and bigger and tastier. Like, exactly. It's great. I mean, it makes sense. I'm glad we it did. Makes it makes sense. You start with a flat bread, and then you realize you can make the bread triple, like quadruple in size by just letting it sit there. Why wouldn't you do it? Why that's wouldn't stupid. you do it? Yeah. So yeah. Um, serve more people so yeah sourdough is my favorite kind of bread sourdough is good so yeah i mean that i guess yeah i, I figured it was your t- favorite type so you did have some things. sourdough potato bread is the king of breads mm. potato bread is just when you I've put mashed potatoes in for bread. half of the flour sourdough potato bread yeah That's so imagine sourdough. you know how sourdough has those good bubbles in it right mm-hmm. big stretchy gluten yes uh full of mashed potatoes basically wow that sounds crazy. It's pretty good. I mean, the mashed potatoes kind of bake into it more, and they melt, and they just turn kind of starchy. Mm-hmm. Really good. Hmm. Highly, highly recommend. Not bad. Not bad. I like the ingenuity. <laughs> All right. Um, Did not make that up. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sourdough's good, though. I do like sourdough. I like it for sandwiches. I like it with a nice mm. mustard. A mm. nice um, a mustard... Uh, I don't even know what kind of meat, like roast beef, maybe. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or pork belly. I'll eat any any kind of sandwich, mm-hmm. really. I like. Or a nice chicken. I like patty. sliced chicken. Um, uh, uh, some kale. Anything. I mean, you know, sandwiches are obviously great with sourdough, uh, yeah. but they're also great on 
pretty much any bread. That's the sure. best part. You can make a sandwich of any kind on any kind of bread you have. Are we so. talking about sandwich? Is a sandwich cast now? You know, I kind of was thinking about making it into the sandwich cast. Sandwiches <laughs> like, are better than I bread. I think that that should be a whole nother podcast. <laughs> that's like a whole another episode that I can't. You know, yeah, because that's we can go. Actually, I'm kind of vowing off sandwiches after doing a lot of the research that I did. Hmm. I don't want to talk about it on Sandwich Cast. This is not the place to bring my down. Right, because if it was the Sandwich Cast, then there is. There's always the answer. There was the the original, like the original bread, the first Mm -hmm. bread actually was used as a sandwich kind of thing. It was like a wrap with some turkey. I mean, yeah, we were dropping food all over our bread plates. So, (laughs) Uh, anyway. so white bread we talked about a little bit already Um, not good for you do not eat it (laughs) right the romans were also able to make white-ish bread um, but it didn't really they weren't making it out of garbage though right it didn't allow for the further sifting that we have now yeah Uh, i'm not sorry this is not anti-baguette anti-french loaf anti right like most of the breads that we have are white bread technically because they are are, you know yeah but they're not like crushed and bleached right it's fine (laughs) it's just the finer white powder rather than being mixed with different <laughs> types of grains. Yeah, so. enriched, enriched white flour is the worst thing ever made. Yes. Um, but it does allow for a longer shelf life as it removes a lot of the natural oils that would occur in wheat products. It's true. So. Yeah, it does remove everything from it. So it'll last a lot longer. <laughs> so if, you're, if that's what you're going for, then you got it. If you want a loaf of a Wonder Bread to sit on the shelf for two years, that's cool. Yeah. Um, whole wheat bread we talked about a little bit, but I want to talk about brown bread a mm. little bit. Yes. Uh, which is kind of more like what wheat bread we think of today would be. The good stuff. Um, so it's bread that has most of the product still in it. It mm-hmm. isn't as refined anywhere near as much. It's easier um, to make, guys. <laughs> easier to make. Um, and during the potato famine uh, in 1848, brown bread was handed out to the Irish because it was seen as less desirable than white bread. But in 1865, so... I can't really do math. Uh, like 20-ish years later, uh, once the health benefits of bran were discovered, the price of brown meal increased to a point higher than the fine white flour. Uh, so, kind of funny how that works out. They were literally feeding it to what they thought were well, subhumans for a while, and then they... Hey, uh, you know, it worked out for the quote-unquote, you know, those guys. It yeah. doesn't need to be like that, but yeah, definitely. they were kept alive by the vitamins right. and stuff that are actually in... Yep. Grains. Accidentally <laughs> Grains are were, good for you in a way. feeding them well, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you're dying. You're not eating vegetables and whatnot, no. but you can eat that stuff, and it, it will keep you alive. All right. So we're getting close to the end here because I we're at like 40-ish minutes. 40 That's fair. One minute, so I want to wrap it up quick, but mm-hmm. I just want to talk about rye for a second real quick. Oh, uh, nice. Because rye... Rye cast. Um, yeah, this is the rye cast. <laughs> um, so rye is just a grain, uh, like wheat or barley. But it's unique in the fact that it can grow farther north than other types of grain. Uh, so the bread from rye grain is often chewier than other breads, and it has a distinct taste. Um, it's originally a grain from Central Asia, but it became popular in places like Russia, Poland, and Germany, um, and wasn't particularly anyone's favorite, uh, but it was easy to get, and it lasted a lot longer than wheat bread. It had a longer shelf life, and so it became very popular with poorer populations, which move around a lot um and so it 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 moved around a lot it, too so yeah it's true and uh pumpernickel is just a type of rye from germany there's like some funny backstory about the name of pumpernickel <laughs> but you can look into that you uh, can tell it's funny because yeah, of the name it's named after it's like devil's fart or something like that i don't know you can look look that up if you want but um yeah we're running out of time so anything else you want to say about bread here um, uh i love it 
I hope everyone likes it at least a little bit. They get it at least. I just, it's good. It's good. It's good. That's, I mean, that's really the big point here is, yeah, it's good. Spreadcast. This is the breadcast. Um, yeah, this has been episode one of the com podcast. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you're still listening now, then really God you. bless you. I mean, that's yeah, great. submit some art. Uh, give a yeah. Flynn all of your love. He's a good boy. I mean, I'm not going to plug myself, but if, I am. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah all right well thank you this has already gone on longer than i thought it would so that's great that's not that's i'm trying to fill as much time as possible <laughs> but i can only fill an hour long segment so and i'm also going to cut out some i'm going to edit score it. space gonna cut it out the big bucks yeah exactly yeah so all right um cool so thanks for listening yeah uh, god bless you have a good night um good morning good evening whatever I hope this made you hungry for bread yeah i hope you get we didn't some talk about today. enough savory breads yeah well we got look, I mean, look someone talking about that up they're later. all kind of savory so yeah um all right yeah so Bye. see you later thanks listen again later I'll i'll let you know i'll let you know when i'm back all right later I know. It's fine. The chemistry's still there. I just had to true. reset it and start over. Love is in my eyes, Flynn. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm ready. Take number three. <laughs>